This is Tim Tapp, host of Tapping to the Truth that you can hear every Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on the K-Star Talk Radio Network, Liberty Talk FM, ZMA Radio, and the Vera Networks. Command codes verified. Broadcast tap into the truth right here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much for being here with you as always. I am your ever so humble and mostly peaceful host, Tim Tap, and I am coming to you live from historic Roan County, Tennessee. And we are broadcasting live on multiple platforms, as is the norm for the Friday night arrangement. We are on the multiple prongs of the Vera Networks. We are on Liberty Talk FM. We are on the K-Star Talk Radio Network. We are on ZMA Radio. And most importantly, we are where you are because you're listening live. Thank you so much for being here. All right, should have a very good show tonight, if all goes well. It is, of course, still fried day so you know we kind of tend to play this by ear but my scheduled guests this evening are all returning guests it includes gerald knott edward bartlett 
and the one and only, the purveyor of the Edwards Notebook, the host of the Ron Edwards American Experience, Mr. Ron Edwards. So, by the time it's all said and done, if everything goes as planned, should be a great night. And if it doesn't, well, we'll figure something out. After all, we're good at plan B's around here, too. <laughs> okay. Now, before I tell you a little bit about our friends over at Four Patriots, I do have a bit of breaking news, some information that I think must be shared. Because it kind of surprises me that I hadn't thought about this individual being in the picture. But I have a source that contacted me in a bit of uh, exasperation, I suppose, wanting to make sure that the word got out. And it's a very scary word when you think about it. Bottom line is everybody remembers David Axelrod at this point, right? Uh, big part of the Obama uh, administration. He was the man who made things work for Barack Hussein Alu Akbar Obama. And he now, of course, currently is living in Sawyer, Michigan. Now, I was asked before I was told uh, what was going on, who do I think has been seen recently making multiple trips to Sawyer, Michigan? Now, again, I, understanding that David Axelrod lives in Sawyer, and that was really the only name to pop to mind, I immediately said Michelle Obama because, you know, Michelle Obama, uh, Barack Obama, the connection had been there. I was told, oh, no, 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 not Michelle. Here is the thing. Now, we've been told for some time Michelle Obama has zero interest in actually running for office. She hates it, doesn't want to be in front of people. I've been making the case from the beginning that she could still be convinced to be the front person and then do exactly what Barack did, which was either be on vacation or go – uh, out and uh, campaign all the time because that's about all he actually did during his time in office. But it would appear that another major Democratic uh, force has been making multiple trips, including five in the last few weeks. The current governor of the state of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. Now, how does that idea grab you as a potential replacement for Joe? They know they, they don't have a real candidate in Gavin Newsom. As much as he wants to be, as much as he's part of the Pelosi political machine being the nephew, everybody thinks he's still an heir apparent. But in the rest of the country, outside of California – Gavin doesn't poll real great. He's probably going to need to be somebody's vice president before he could ever assume the role. Now, I, for one, tend to think that there's a major albatross hanging around Gretchen uh, Whitmer's neck in the form of her version of lockdowns during COVID, her version of rules for thee but not for me, as she and her husband constantly flaunted the rules that they had laid down for the general public, but these are all things that certainly can be spun, things that a lot of the Democrats that would support the Democratic ticket for president would be happy to ignore or, in fact, would celebrate. Hey, yeah, way to go. Way to be that power. We'll see, but here it is. Uh, there's no other reason for Gretchen Whitmer to be making multiple trips 
to David Axelrod's home other than strategizing something major. And if it's not her actually trying to make the run to be the replacement for Joe Biden, then you can bet your bottom dollar that she is somewhere involved in trying to be a running mate or a major part of an administration of whoever it is that they are going to be using to replace Biden. So, again, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, big, big chance. A lot of speculation still here, too. But, dadgummit, dad, there's not too many reasons. There's not a lot of reasons for Gretchen Whitmer, governor of Michigan, to be going to Sawyer, Michigan, over and over again, and actually going to David Axelrod's house. All right. Well, with that bit of breaking news out there and, you know, just kind of fanning the flames of the rumor mill, this is tapping to the truth. But every now and then we like to play rumor and conspiracy theory, too, because uh, that can be true as well. going to go ahead and uh, we'll talk about Four Patriots after our conversation with our first guest of the evening evening enunciation being important on the radio ladies and gentlemen uh, welcome back to the show the author of a fantastic book tiny blunders big disasters we've talked to him uh, before uh, primarily about the book and man oh man it was a great conversation and i really had hoped to get him back on the show much sooner than this uh, because it's been far too long uh, please welcome back mr jared Knott. jared thank you so much for joining us today how are you? Fine, just fine. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for inviting me. All right, sir. Now, uh, I do want to talk about the continued success of the book in a little bit and kind of cover the premise again for anybody that might have missed it or may not be familiar because it's a great book and a great uh, concept. I absolutely love it. But I want to start out with one of the hot-button topics that are currently ongoing, uh, something that I think plays very well into the premise of tiny blunders, uh, big disasters, potentially, and that is this sudden um, reporting this week, uh, a leak, if you will, uh, almost as if the fine folks in D.C. had been taken aback, taken completely by surprise. Uh, we have now been told, since there still seems to be reluctance to send money to Ukraine, uh, and I'm sure the timing has nothing at all to do with this reporting, but Vladimir Putin seems to be ready to at least begin launching or is in some developmental stage of a new weapon designed to take out satellites. And the presumption is they could destroy uh, both commercial and military, do a lot of damage to economies, uh, not just of various targets, but primarily us. Uh, what's your thoughts on this, and uh, where do you think this falls in the scheme of potential tiny blunders, uh, big disasters? Yes, it's a very scary idea. Of course, the idea of this is not what they were talking about, the idea of raining uh, missiles from space down to the United States. And that's not what he's talking about, but that uh, is a scary concept, although that's not what's on the table right now. But yes, being able to destroy our satellite communications 
could be a very crippling thing in a, in a war or it could be a very crippling thing uh, just in damaging the economy of the United States. Of course, it has to be taken very seriously. And, uh, if, of course, the earlier they find out about something like this, the earlier they can begin to put in uh, various kind of countermeasures in place. Of course, we could threaten to do the same thing to them. We could have uh, certain kinds of uh, defense devices or evasive devices put into place. Uh, now, they said that uh, the uh, the people that pull the trigger on the public announcement may have been doing maybe grandstanding a little bit, maybe uh, trying to grab some headlines. Uh, but uh, I hope it's being taken very very seriously, and we put uh, technical defenses in place because, uh, of course, in terms of character. You know who we're dealing with, Mr. Putin. It's certainly not uh, beyond his uh, his moral limits uh, doing something like that. His hands are just dripping with uh, with blood uh, in terms of these death squads going around eliminating people. So I very much hope that we uh, are alert to that threat and that we take the appropriate uh, countermeasures. Yeah. I mean, based on Vladimir Putin's general tack, his general uh, rules of engagement, if you will, that almost seems mundane. Uh, to how he normally likes to to go directly at people. He likes targeting individuals. You, you literally said his hands are dripping with blood. He likes it, and I think that's a holdover from his days as being part of the KGB. Uh, I think that's part of how he elevated to where he is and a big part of how he's managed to stay uh, in power. But it, absolutely, yes. It really is uh, very disconcerting, though, when you think about the fact that this is a weapon that involves nuclear capability. It's not, at least theoretically, not a threat to us on the ground because of how, if you detonate it in space, it's just going to kind of create these little radioactive pockets. But again, we saw this panic. Uh, earlier this week, in fact, just uh, yesterday, when folks that were using AT&T couldn't use their cell phones and had Internet right. issues. And there's still some questions about that. Uh, AT&T, of course, has said that it's a software glitch and they've apologized. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've got no reason not to believe them. But unfortunately, we also live in a time where we probably would not be well served to just take things at face value when we're told these things. Uh, the concern, the rumors, uh, all of this mill involving potential cyber attacks. We know that uh, a couple of insurance companies uh, were hacked as well uh, through cyber attacks at the same time. A lot of strange things going. Uh, it would be such a devastating effect, though, if we lost one-tenth of our communication through satellites uh, just because of the sheer panic. If nothing else happened, you would see riots and uh, just people behaving badly, um, and, and we know this because we see it in various cities, various parts of the country. Whenever we step back and uh, one bad thing happens or somebody gets a little worked up uh, because of media trying to convince you that this happened because of that uh, – at what level do you think that this would play if we don't take the necessary steps to harden our satellite capabilities or replace them with something that can stand up to the radiation better? Yes. Now, just into the generalization, uh, when we're alert to something, the United States government is very, very powerful. The United States military is uh, the most powerful uh, force still in the world. 
And when we are alert to something, we begin taking early action to deal with it before it's implemented. That's when I think we're at our best or have the best chance of performing well-structured defenses. The thing it seems like that where we they catch us and we, we fail is when they catch us unawares. Uh, 9-11, of course, they caught us very much unaware, unawares. Uh, of course, I'm not sure if Pearl Harbor is a whole other thing. That's a whole different issue. But uh, surprises are the thing that scare me the most. If we are preparing for it in advance, we anticipate the challenge, and we have the technology uh, to deal with it, then I think, we're okay, it's, uh, if, uh, if we see it coming down the track. And so I don't uh, – my, my guess is that because we are so alerted enough early on, we're going to find defenses for that threat, which could be, of course, knocking out his uh, Russia's uh, satellites at the same time. Could also be have countermeasures where, uh, if they're approaching it with uh, nuclear explosives or nuclear weapons, that have neutralized them before they got there. I'm sure there's a lot of different technical things or evasive action, the things that could be done to deal with that threat. And if we're thinking about it years in advance, months and hopefully years in advance. Those systems can be uh, put in place when we are low and slow and lazy like we were in World War II in preparing our defenses for the challenges that were coming. That's when they when they catch us when we uh, do not prepare or invest money in having the proper defense. That was a, a threat. And then, uh, of course, we've got uh, a, a, a gathering storm uh, in Taiwan. And, again, of course, an already, a storm that's already uh, raining down on us in uh, Ukraine. And those uh, two th- threats, uh, I think, could have been avoided. If we had had a stronger president, a wiser president, the war in Ukraine could have been avoided. And I think uh, the threat to Taiwan could have been neutralized. And even you could even uh, make the argument that the uh, attack on Israel on October the 7th might have been avoided also if we had been taking action to neutralize uh, Iran. And they're, uh, they're investing billions of dollars in terrorism uh, throughout the, uh, the Middle East. So uh, we, our current situation, again, to me, we're going down this road here. Is our, we have a, a president who has uh, not managed the international situation uh, very well and is not, in addition, not managed the economy very well. He's not managed the situation in Israel, the situation in Ukraine, or the situation in the Middle East very well, and we've bumbled into some uh, serious problems. Yeah. Well, you know, we knew, uh, and when I say we, I mean most people who are students of history and who are paying attention, knew that this haphazard, disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan that uh, Biden was so determined uh, to have as being part of his legacy, uh, that that wasn't going to lead to peace in the region. It was going to lead to instability. And that's exactly the kind of thing that Iran has been uh, basically projecting its strength on for uh, actually, I guess it's fair to even say centuries at this point. Uh, you know, uh, they haven't always been Iran during the, that time frame, but Persia, and since then, they've always looked to capitalize. That's a, a military philosophy that they have not abandoned, that has not changed. They are very much looking for opportunities. And what makes it worse in this instance is the Biden administration tried to follow up on the same thing that the Obama administration did. We made a lot of cash available. In a lot of ways, we have financed, we have paid for uh, <laughs> by making cash available uh, the the Houthi attacks in the Red Sea and probably to a large extent uh, those Hamas terror tunnels that went from being dug for quite a long time to suddenly becoming 
marvels of modern engineering. Uh, certainly not something that Gaza uh, could have supported without cash coming from the outside. Uh, it, it is a very dangerous situation, and it, it comes from the uh, philosophy of appeasement as much as anything else. Uh, there seems to be an issue. And, of course, you yourself having uh, served uh, in the military, having been in the 1st Air Cavalry Division uh, in Vietnam, mm -hmm. you have the type of experience that you understand military actions. If, if you had a chance to talk to Joe Biden and he was cogent enough to understand what you were saying, That'd what would you want to tell right him? There. What would be the one piece of advice you'd give him right now? Well, the kind of rolling calendar back a little bit, uh, you have to get credit to the previous administration. And they had uh, really clamped it down in terms of sanctions against uh, uh, Iran. And they uh, were, were not being allowed to trade their oil on the international market. Uh, they And their cash reserves had fallen all the way down to just 3 or $4 billion, which is extremely low. Now, since the, uh, the current administration lifted those sanctions, they have a huge amount of oil money coming into the Treasury. Now they have like $70 billion uh, in, in cash reserves right now. What are they doing with that money? Are they building hospitals? Are they building schools? Are they building bridges and roads? No. We know what they're doing with it. They're uh, investing in terrorism uh, throughout the uh, the region there. You, you get rebels there in Yemen. Of course, also they, they gave a lot of support. Uh, to the Hamas and attacking Israel on October the 7th. And by the way, uh, <clears throat> Israel uh, was uh, lowered their guard, and they should have seen that attack coming well in advance. That's a big lapse in terms of the, their intelligence services. But anyway, uh, the, uh, if they, if, uh, when Iran was broke, okay, and their economy was suffering, they had a lot of demonstrations in the street, a lot of pressure from their own people because they were suffering economically. Well, that's not the case anymore. Now they're getting their flush with cash. They're spending that money uh, to, uh, by the way, a lot of the weapons that were left behind in Afghanistan ended up over there with the attack from Hamas on, uh, on the Israelis. So that's $72 billion that we stupidly left behind. It was just horribly botched. Uh, the guy digressed for just for a second. Admiral Kirby was saying, oh, I don't think it was chaotic at all. I thought it was a nice, neat plan. <laughs> they have a kind of philosophy there. If we just say something uh, and make it true, it automatically becomes true. Well, it does become true in the minds of certain people, but I don't even see any chaos. <laughs> we left $72 billion worth of equipment behind for our enemies, and it shows up against uh, the use against us. You don't think that's chaotic, but anyway, that's a whole other story. Uh, that was botched. Uh, we need to enforce the sanctions against Iran. Now, the cow's gotten out of the barn to a large extent, but that should be done, and we should. Here I may disagree with some of my fellow Republicans. I do think we need to uh, give a military support and financial support to Ukraine uh, because if, we, if they were to fall, uh, God forbid, of course, uh, Putin, a mass murderer that he is, would be putting pressure on uh, the Balkan states, the Balkans. He would be putting pressure on uh, Poland, and the the threat would just uh, escalate uh, to the next uh, to the next level. So, put uh, uh, the pressure against uh, Iran in terms of their oil. We do need to spend money uh, on uh, uh, supporting uh, Ukraine, and we need to have a major uh, buildup against the uh, possible Chinese uh, invasion of Taiwan. Uh, we need to show strength, or we're going to be taken advantage of. Yeah. 
Well, you're absolutely correct on all those. And, uh, you know, I'm personally of the opinion when it comes to support for Ukraine, uh, I feel like the current administration is using it more for money laundering as opposed to actual yeah. aid. I, I think what they need to do is if they're going to support it, they need to stop giving just enough aid to prolong things and either get in there to the point that it's going to let them uh, beat back Russia far enough that they actually will stop or they just need to stop entirely because the people that are suffering, unfortunately, are the Ukrainian people, and they're going to continue to do so if we keep just giving them just enough to make it a prolonged effort. Uh, and that's what I'm afraid is actually the current intention. It certainly looks like that from where I'm sitting. But then again um, – it's not as though I'm sitting in the strategy meetings. I'm only commenting on how it looks from where I'm sitting. Uh, if you had that opportunity, though, to give Biden a, a bit of advice and thought for any second he might take it, uh, what what would you suggest when it comes to Ukraine in particular? Yes, I, I think sometimes, of course, you have options that you like and sometimes you have options that you don't like. Uh, the way it's shaped up there, as best I can tell from the reports in the news media, uh, I don't know that 18 percent of Ukraine, uh, the Duvas region that the Russians have control over, it may be extremely, extremely difficult forever for us to dislodge them from where they are. Uh, Trump says that within 24 hours he could have the war settled. I, uh, I guess what he's talking about is that uh, Russia would be allowed to keep that eastern 18 percent. I don't know how we're going to ever wrest uh, it away from them. Uh, they may be allowed to have that half a loaf or a fifth of a loaf and uh, have a, a line of demarcation uh, along uh, that region. And so Ukraine uh, is free for its middle and western parts, and we and they give up the eastern part. Now, they don't like that. They don't want that. But I don't know how it's just not going to be practical, I don't think, to uh, push Russia out of that uh, part of Ukraine. So uh, a peace settlement uh, where the Ukrainians have a strong military where they can defend a border uh, in that position, and the Russians do take advantage of the eastern part, and that that, uh, that border is strong and reinforced uh, and uh, defendable on uh, the part of the Ukrainians, I guess, to you have to say in terms of the Russians as well. That probably is where we're headed. We don't want to be headed where Russia is successful finally in conquering uh, the rest of Ukraine. That would be a total disaster. Uh, I don't think we're, we're going to be able to push them out. So I think that is the direction it should go. And that, that may be what Donald Trump is referring to in terms of having peace and uh, within 24 hours. That is uh, what, again, it needs to be a very strong military in Ukraine because if Putin thinks he can push them out of the rest of Ukraine, thinks he can defeat the Ukraine army, that's exactly what he'll do. It needs to be a very strong, well-trained, well-supplied uh, army that can defend itself, even if it does have to give up that uh, that 18 yeah. percent. Well, I, that makes sense to me. That's kind of uh, kind of what I've been promoting here on the show for a while now. Uh, we don't spend a lot of time talking on that particular aspect, but I think that is ultimately the solution. Uh, you're not going to push them all the way back, especially when you have a lot of. Uh, Russian-speaking uh, folks yeah. in, like, the Donbass region in particular. Right. Uh, right. They've infiltrated in, yes. Yeah, it's, it's just – it's a mess. Uh, anyway, uh, the book, Tiny Blunders, Big Disasters, 
39 tiny mistakes that changed the world forever. You, you look at uh, some historical issues where something that seems as simple as uh, a, a horseshoe uh, not being properly nailed suddenly causes the fall of an empire, and you lay it out, and that's just uh, one example. You're basically talking about the butterfly effect in real life and how it yes. affects uh, yes. the uh, – the, the course of history uh it's a great book uh real quick before i ask you a final question please let everybody know where they can find the book where they can find your work share feel free to share your website and as long as you're inviting people to follow you on social media feel free to share your handles and whatever platforms they might be on yes you can go to the website uh, tiny blunders big disasters.com tiny blunders big disasters Dot com. We have two and a half free chapters there. We have a, a, a portrait gallery there with 27 personalities with a little bit of dirt on each one. <laughs> I'm kidding there. And then also a book trailer. It's a fun website uh, to visit. We're running a special this week. Uh, you can get the electronic version for just $2.99. But uh, over and over again in history, there's examples of a single tiny mistake that uh, led to a collapse of an empire, led to another one disaster after the other. Uh, one of the teasers is a single piece of tape rotated several inches the wrong direction, changed the outcome of the Vietnam War. The United States might very well have won, except for this single tiny mistake, but you can go to the website and you can get the, uh, more information. One of the chapters there that's there for free is uh, Hitler the Unkillable. It was amazing how many times he escaped death, just a one tiny mistake after another, and he should have been, he should have died way back in the 1920s, 1930s. Some people suggest that there was a some evil force <laughs> that was uh, protecting him from an early demise, but it's a fun, fun book to read. It's been on the bestseller list now for over 38 months. Uh, with uh, Amazon, we sold uh, almost 25,000 uh, copies, won six awards. And uh, the, the sequel, by the way, is coming up, uh, coming out uh, late this summer, early fall, Tiny Blunder's Big Disasters, book two. So it's amazing how many goof-ups and mistakes there are in history that have made such a massive difference in the ultimate outcome. Right. Well, clearly, uh, the, the premise here is that it was a tiny blunder that uh, turned into a big disaster. Uh, real quick, single uh, answer. Uh, not the same thing, one or the other. The election of uh, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. as president of the United States. A tiny blunder or a big disaster, sir? Oh, it was a big disaster, but it had not been for COVID. I think Donald Trump would have uh, won re-election, but it was, of course, they could go back to the mistake in the Wuhan lab, allowing that uh, virus to escape. That tiny mistake has killed over 10 million people. It also led to the defeat of Donald Trump. So that's one tiny mistake that just domino, domino, dominoed into uh, a huge, huge catastrophe. You know, the United States and the world would be much better off if Donald Trump were president now. Absolutely. All right. I had a pretty good feeling what the answer was going to be. Thank you so much for joining us uh, again today, uh, Jared. I appreciated your time. Hope to get you back on again soon, especially uh, hopefully it won't be quite so far out before your next visit, but definitely we'll have to have you on when the sequel's released. In the meanwhile, Godspeed to you. Keep up the great work, and thank you very much. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Jared Knight, the uh, not Knight. I, again, my enunciation tonight's gone off. Jared Knott, author of Tiny Blunders, Big Disasters. We'll have a link in the show description if you're listening to the podcast. And uh, real quick, remember, when things go sideways, there's one company you can trust. 
for Patriots will help you be prepared. Get the preparedness items you need now that can save your life later. Go to www.4patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. It'll land you on the deals and discounts page, and uh, you can shop the whole page from there. That's 4Patriots, uh, the number 4, 4Patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Tap Into The Truth. Supply chain short, the border's weak, now 20 bucks, feels more like four. Inflation's knocking down our door, gasoline's at an all-time high. Balloons from China crossed our sky all day. That's why I'm part of the FJB Club, I'm part of the FJB Club. Holler if you're part of the FJB Club, everybody let me hear you scream. I thank God for free speech as Michigan hair salon owner Kristen Geiger defended her right to no longer serve those refusing to identify as either a man or a woman. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Overstope, we'll brought to you by Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Of course, LGBTQ plus trans bullies have been shoving their unnatural way of life down the collective throats of Americans and in the faces of little children whose parents don't even love them enough to protect them from the drag queen and trans perversion. <clears throat> People have literally been beaten up for calling someone either a man or a woman because they either looked like a man or a woman. Some government officials want to throw you in jail or fine you if someone looks like a man, but they identify as a woman. And you refer to them as a man because they look like a man. So maybe Kristen Geiger refusing to no longer serve mixed-up self-identifiers at her salon is a way of simply avoiding the hassle of being bullied for not knowing what the heck someone is identifying as. Let's remember, some people now identify as dogs. Before long, you might be forced to know what breed of dog they identify as. Hmm. I'm Ron Edwards. Bye now. These stocks designed specifically for people who haven't started investing yet or don't know how to do it or haven't been trained how to do it or are worried about investing in the stock market that they've never done before. It's a robo-advisor system that really simplifies the investing process. The challenge we all have is that as you work and you grow in your career, you have to put something aside for yourself when you retire around 65 years old. And the idea of Beanstalks is to simplify that whole process. In other words, put aside 10% of your salary each week, maybe just $100, and let it go to work in the stock market for you. And what Beanstalk does is basically automate that process for you. Easy to set up. You can transfer directly to your bank account and puts it into exchange-traded funds, which are baskets of many stocks, which gives you diversification. That's the whole key. The idea that you can have this done for you weekly or bi-monthly, but the most important thing is to start now and make it so that you are putting something aside for your own retirement. Beanstalks just makes it really simple to do. Mm-hmm. 
constitutional grounds. The hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acidic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to theronedwards.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE10 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember, Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Introducing Einstein. Drink. Conquer. Repeat. Einstein beer is a globally distributed, award-winning Icelandic craft beer. Einstock is created from the Icelandic water that flows from glaciers through lava fields and delivers some of the purest water on Earth. Knowing that beer is 95% water, we source the first and most vital ingredient from the local springs of a mountain that stands guard over the town of Akbjari, just 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. Einstock beer is crafted with locally sourced ingredients, and the brewery runs from 100% renewable energy sources, geothermal, and hydropower. Einstock has become the number one craft beer and also the number one alcohol export from Iceland. Here in the United States, you can find Einstock beer on the shelves at retail chains like ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, Bemmo. Cost Plus World Market, HEB in Texas, Kroger, Publix, Target, Total Wine, Trader Joe's, and Whole Foods, just to name a few. So won't you raise a glass and drink, conquer, repeat. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code TAPP. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks for Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn U.N. You're listening to Tap into the Truth. Hey, Joe. They say building back better make America great. If that's a wave of the future, all I've got to say stick your progress where the sun don't shine. Keep your big mess. 
Ain't that the truth? We would be fine if they would just leave all that leftist mess uh, in their own machinations. Uh, thank you so much for staying with us through the break. Real quick before we get uh, back to the show, do need to remind you that if you've been thinking about using physical gold or silver at all to diversify your portfolio, to try and protect your hard-earned wealth, to give yourself a hedge against inflation, then I would highly recommend you call the company that I trust, the company that I use, the premier conservative gold company, Harvard Gold Group. Uh, they're Better Business Bureau approved. They've got five-star ratings across the board. They make it easy to buy, easy to sell. They've got low price guarantees, and that's just part of what makes them really, really uh, exceptional. So whether you want to protect your retirement or you just want to have gold in hand, give them a call. Call Harvard Gold Group right now at 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. Or you can visit them online at harvardgoldgroup.com. Be sure to use promo code TAP. That's T-A-P-P. Uh, or if you do call them, be sure to let them know when they ask you how you heard about them that you were listening to TAP into the truth. Uh, let them know that Tim Tap told you about them, and uh, that'll actually uh, qualify you for a little more promotional uh, items in the event that you make a qualifying purchase. One more time, uh, that number is 844-977-GOLD, 844-977-4653, or harvardgoldgroup.com. All right, with that out of the way, it is time to welcome back to the show the founder of SAVE, an organization that's focused on fairness and due process on college campuses. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, Mr. Edward Bartlett. Uh, Mr. Bartlett, sir, thank you so much for coming back on with us again tonight. Uh, before we uh, discuss anything, how are you today? Well, I'm doing great, Tim, and I'm actually attending the CPAC conference uh, near Washington, D.C., well, you know, there are a lot of folks there. It seems to get bigger and bigger every year. Uh, I About half of the folks uh, that I would ordinarily have reached out to to have on uh, all have like this entire week blocked out. So I was very fortunate that uh, some of the folks like yourself are willing uh, to reach out and connect from there. So uh, I appreciate you uh, being here. And I also appreciate you taking the time to go there and be part of of uh, trying to help uh, promote uh, ideas that are part of the American uh, premise, you know, the idea of due process being one of them. And that, of course, has been your focus for some time. Uh, so uh, let's let's kind of jump into tonight's primary topic. Uh, one of the major things that you guys are really working on hard is uh, essentially sounding the alarm so that people really understand what's happening as the Biden administration has gone into overdrive in their effort to try to essentially rewrite Title IX. They've been talking about doing this since the days of the campaign, and they've been threatening to move forward and trying to reinterpret it since he first took office. But now they're literally trying to go in and uh, basically rewrite Title IX to the point that there will be no mistaking it. Uh, so we're basically moving from protecting women's sports and women in sport to basically – decimating it because you're going to start allowing 
biological men to compete in a fashion that basically will force women out. Uh, what is, in your mind, with, with what you've seen as far as how they're pushing forward, the most dangerous aspect? What has got that uh, four-alarm, fire alarm going off in your head when you've seen this? Yeah, that's a great question, Tim. And so just uh, kind of uh, refresh. So Title IX is the federal law that, uh, in theory at least, is designed to to curb sex discrimination in schools, and that's, of course, a very good idea. What's happened is that Title IX is, as we speak, is being politicized and is being weaponized, especially under the Biden administration. And I'm going to propose to you that there is a word that has been essentially banned from the English language, but we need to bring that word back. And that word is evil. Why do I say the word evil? Well, think about it. This new proposed Title IX regulation wants to change the definition of the word sex to include gender identity. Now, think about that. Think about the implications of that. So, you know, implication would be, for example, telling an eight-year-old boy, hey, maybe you were, you're a boy, but maybe you were really born into a girl's body. Think about that, or the obvious, or the reverse. I think that's plain evil. Or what about uh, uh, parents who don't agree with transgender ideology and learn that their child is being removed from the family by CPS because the parents are deemed to be a threat to the, to the kids? I think we need to call that out, call that evil. What about allowing a 15-year-old child to actually sign a consent form to remove the breasts or the genitalia of their own body. I think we need to call that out as evil. Uh, and, and I'll throw one more example out there, one that I'm sure uh, you probably encountered uh, working with SAVE, and that is uh, we don't see it so much at the higher education, but at secondary education and now even in some middle school scenarios, you have teachers that are willfully hiding this type of influence from parents and uh, you know when when you have teachers that are influencing children that uh, are there to be influenced by the way only they're supposed to be getting educated and getting positive role models uh, they're being pushed in this direction and they're by policy being forced to lie to parents instead of doing their due diligence uh, I think that certainly falls into the category of evil and, and you mentioned how parents are being demonized there are three different states right now that are seriously looking at rewriting their laws so that if you don't support their gender identity or if you try to deny access to abortion uh, for 15 and 16 year olds uh, who should not be needing an abortion in the first place, but you know, are also not allowed to pass judgment and use morality these days either. Um, it, it goes beyond evil, it's literally a wedge to destroy uh, human souls. But I say that, and then I get uh, accused of going over the top. But if you can't have a unified family Tim, unit, Tim. Tim, I don't think you're being over the top. Excuse me for interrupting, but I don't yeah. think you're being over the top. We are talking right now about a spiritual war. When I say a spiritual war, I'm saying it's a 
It's a war on basic concepts of what is what is right and what is wrong. And the examples you just gave are pretty, to me, pretty clear examples of, you know, not, you know, keeping it a secret from parents that a child is mentally, you know, depressed or having mental issues and but keeping that a secret from the parents because, oh, that might be, you know, evidence that the child is questioning their gender identity. You know, this this is a spiritual attack on our nation. And it's, you know, we're we're losing the concept of what is good and what is wrong. Of course, I I seem to recall uh, a pretty good warning of that. Uh, I am reading uh, in the gospel, as I recall, (laughs) good shall be called uh, evil and evil shall be called good. But, uh, yeah, it's a spiritual battle, one that we're having to fight on multiple fronts. And and unfortunately, we have to do it legally. That's one of the great things about SAVE. you basically use the law and those fundamental principles of due process and the fundamental principles of, you know, it's something the left constantly screams out for and yet doesn't seem to understand it, fairness. <laughs> but uh, it, it is astounding at this point. Just this past week, we saw a high school basketball team, uh, a girls team, have to forfeit because one player – identifies as a girl and literally uh, had been playing at a level of physicality that three different girls got injured. The rest of the girls were afraid to go back out. The coach rightfully, well, I'd say rightfully walked out, but truthfully, the right thing to have done would have been not to walk out at all. Uh, Should never have put his girls in that position. Uh, And in truth, I want to know where the parents are because uh, it's great to have somebody like uh, you and and the other folks working at Save to stand up on the behalf of people that need it. But if we can't get the parents to stand up for their own children, if we can't get uh, dads and moms to stand up for their daughters and and really send the message home, uh, it's almost a moot point for what you're trying to do. Yeah, and again, I think that reflects on, you know, the loss of understanding and the loss of awareness that uh, to distinguish between right and wrong. That That is the nature of the problem. But I do want to say that we are seeing, and first of all, let me explain where things stand right now. So we're talking about a new Title IX regulation from the Biden Department of Education that wants to change the definition of sex to include gender identity. So this proposed regulation right now as we speak, it's at the Federal Office for Management and Budget, otherwise known as OMB, and persons that want to sound off, express their opposition, can do so, but they have to do it, they have to set up a time pretty soon. So on our website, we have all that information saveservices.org. But let me sort of go on to say that I think it's fair to say we are seeing an uprising in our nation. And I don't want to overstate that word uprising, but let me give you two examples. You can decide if they really, you know, reach the level of being an uprising. But just last week, um, Senator, uh, sorry, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida uh, did a little video about this. And he said, and it's right there on the video, and these are his exact words, Florida will not abide by this new regulation. 
wow, that's pretty strong language to say Florida will not abide. So that's one example. Here's another example that's sort of hilarious. This was in Connecticut. Uh, there, Connecticut, they have actually a new law that says every every school must install tampon dispensers in the in the boys' bathrooms. Right. <laughs> so this happened at a school named Brookfield High School. Yeah, um, and there they uh, they started to install. They did install the tampon dispenser. So uh, the boys were just kind of sick and tired of the all of the, 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 the chaos and the and the false narratives. So they just, about 20 boys went into the bathroom and they just removed that tampon dispenser from the wall. And I think they stomped on it a little bit, but basically they just destroyed the whole thing. And so, um, and there's been really an outpouring of support for what these uh, boys did. Um, and so as a result, there was no harsh consequences imposed on these boys for uh, removing the, the tampon dispenser. So so we are seeing some very strong signs that the public simply is not going to take this stuff anymore. Yeah, and that's, that's basically what I'm calling for, too. Uh, we need more of that. The parents need to stand up. Uh, the Justice Department needs to stand down. They don't need the FBI looking into parents that are concerned for their kids uh, as if they're domestic terrorists. Uh, there needs to be a certain amount of legal pushback. They need to understand uh, right is right, wrong is wrong, and we're not – just going to set back and take it anymore. Uh, and the fact that we've let it get this far is scary. Uh, you pointed out what the real issue here is. And unfortunately, when the federal administration decides you are in violation of Title IX or any other law or restriction that's on the books, they're going to punish you. And they usually do that by withholding money. And sadly, uh, state level politicians and local level politicians, they would rather take backlash from their constituents than lose federal dollars trickling down. Uh, we've got to make sure that we're prepared to to deal with that lack of money and that our elected officials at the local level understand what our uh, concern is. Uh, it never fails. Great conversations go by way too fast, and uh, I think that's what's happened here. We're quickly running out of time. Uh, real quick before we say our final goodbyes, other than this particular battle that you guys are pushing on, uh, is there anything else major going on at SAVE right now? Because you guys normally have some really great projects that you're working on at any given point in time. Yeah, thanks for asking, Tim. So, yes, in addition to this craziness associated with the transgender ideology, we're seeing as part of this new proposed regulation <clears throat> an effort to gut concepts of due process on college campuses to remove the presumption of innocence, to remove 14th Amendment due process protections. So the mere allegation of any kind of sexual peccadilloes could result in a student being being suspended or expelled. So yeah, due process is also on the chopping block, and that's also part of the concern about why we just absolutely have to push back with all of our all of our force, all of our might, all of our will against this really evil Title IX proposal. Yeah. Well, again, you summed it up uh, about as well as it can be. Uh, we can't, uh, I don't feel like, 
possibly overstate the threat if we don't. Uh, it, it literally uh, comes down to the lip service that the left likes to give. Uh, I, Joe Biden uh, swore the reason he ran for office was to save the soul of America. Well, the soul of America <laughs> needs saving, uh, but it's certainly going in the wrong direction <laughs> under his stewardship. Uh, I don't even know that we can legitimately call it that. Um Real quick, uh, uh, Edward, please, uh, again, share the websites. Uh, feel free to to share any other final thoughts you would like to kick out there as well. If you invite people to follow you on social media or if the, the organizations on social media, feel free to share any handles and what platforms you'd like as well. Thanks, Tim. So, yes, we do have a website, and so the name of our organization is SAVE, S-A-V-E, so uh, our URL website is saveservices.org, saveservices.org. And so we've made our website very simple and easy to follow. So you'll go there and you'll see a, a what's called a slider and click on the red button that says learn more. And there you can find out about Title IX, about the uprising that's happening, about how to you know, give your oral testimony to the Office of Management and Budget. We packaged it all there in, in a very easy to access manner. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for uh, everything you do. Uh, I I've appreciated it. I've had the chance to talk to you a few times, and every time I come away a little more impressed, sir. Uh, I've had the chance to talk to some of the people that uh, have worked in the organizations beside yourself, and just the dedication and, and the idea of trying to help promote due process, which is a linchpin towards liberty. You, you cannot uh, be free from tyranny without due process, and it's under attack in so many different ways and so many different forms. Uh, I think it's a solid, solid case you make for everything, so uh, I can't possibly express my gratitude towards what you're doing enough. Uh, you say you're at CPAC uh, uh, before the final goodbye. Uh, anything interesting that you've seen there at this point? Wow. <laughs> that would be another 15-minute conversation. <laughs> Everything has been really amazing to, to hear. There has been discussion about the Title IX regulation and especially the transgender agenda. That were There was a whole session on that earlier today. So, yes, uh, I think there's pretty broad awareness that – you know, uh, evil is afoot in our nation in the name of changing the definition of sex in Title IX. So, yeah, a lot going on here. All right. Well, one more time, thank you so much for joining us. And as always, sir, I hope we can get together, uh, hopefully a little bit uh, sooner this time, because it's been a little while since you were on with us. Uh, God bless, Godspeed, and keep up the great work, sir. Thank you, Tim. Be in touch. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was, of course, Mr. Edward Bartlett. He is the founder of SAVE, and uh, there will be links in the show description for those of you listening to the podcast later. In the meanwhile, don't go anywhere. We're going to reset the hour, and uh, you be sure uh, to stay there because we'll be right back. You're listening to Tap Into The Truth. Somehow, 
This is Tim Tap, host of Tap Into the Truth that you can hear every Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on the K-Star Talk Radio Network, Liberty Talk FM, ZMA Radio, and the Vera Network. gentlemen welcome to our number two of tap into the truth we are live we are having a blast on friday having great conversations in fact uh, if if you're just now tuning in uh, you missed two very good conversations and, and edward bartlett there we just finished up with uh he was uh, he was actually kind of on fire for him. Uh, usually he's a uh, very professional uh, and monotone uh, and, you know, knowledgeable and you can tell he cares, but uh, he really different tonight. I, he's in on the idea of trying to save the Republic and save the soul of America. Uh, it, it, it does my heart good to, to hear people who uh, operate in the legal realm uh, talk about spiritual battles before we uh bring on my guest for the second hour uh, i do want to uh remind you that unfortunately uh, largely due to uh bidenomics and uh the inability of joe biden to take care of anything that literally two-thirds of americans are at risk of experiencing a long-term blackout you could be one of them you know, find yourself sitting in the dark, uh, maybe in the cold or maybe in the heat, depending on what time of year it happens. But you could be there for hours, uh, for days, maybe even weeks, depending on the cause of the blackout. You know, uh, an open southern border leads to man-caused disasters, you know. Anyway, the real question is, are you ready to protect your family? I can see that Doug's ready. Doug's showing me right now. Uh, he has got his preparedness items ready to go. Uh, the folks at Four Patriots would like to remind you that you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Yes, that is the brand new top of the line big boy of the Solar Generator Club. And when it comes to Patriot Power, man, folks out there who have the 
for Patriots power generators, they'll tell you point blank they are worth their weight in gold because these generators, they have great power. They have expandability. You can run big appliances on them like your refrigerator. You can run it for longer than most others. Uh, if you need other devices like an electric blanket, a microwave, an RV air conditioner, even an electric wheelchair, if it comes to that, you are golden. They've got 12 outlets with the brand new uh, power including four AC outlets, you know, so you can power up more devices at one time if you need to, or they also have two USB-C outlets. Uh, that means you can charge your phone, assuming it's not an AT&T phone. You can charge your phone up to 20 times faster than a regular plug. Uh, look, these things are fume-free. They're safe to use inside. They never need gas. There's already over 150,000 Americans that trust Patriot Power Generators. Go become one of them. Visit 4Patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P and get your solar generator right now. That's the number 4, Patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. You'll land on the deals and discounts page. You'll see all those really great things that uh, are on sale at the moment, but you will see a tab at the top that will take you straight to the generators. Don't waste your time. Get there now. And speaking of now, it's enough of that business. Let's get back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome my guest, a great American. You know him. You've heard him. You know his passion for this nation. He is the purveyor of the Edwards Notebook. He is the host of the Ron Edwards American Experience. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, welcome back, Mr. Ron Edwards. Ron, uh, thank you, as always, for joining us, uh, giving up part of your weekend. And uh, as I like to start every conversation I have on the show, how are you today? Doing well. Excellent. Excellent, in fact. Uh, you know, uh, that's all I can say. I'm very glad to be here. And uh, thanks again for inviting me. Uh, uh, you know, I was listening to you speak before you went into commercials, but uh, uh, I think I'm going to be more reserved, more professional, more monotone, and just speak <laughs> like this because, uh, you know, that's – you want professionalism. Isn't that correct? <laughs> well, within reason, Rodney, I, I was commenting at how good the passion was and for – his previous uh, visits here, that was pretty passionate. Uh, I mean, he wasn't like uh, over the top, uh, going wild. He was still professional, but I, I like passion. I and I know that you do too. We have to express it. I mean, doing this, uh, doing the show, it, it is one half trying to do my part to make sure that. Real factual information is out there that opinions are allowed to be expressed, whether I agree with them uh, fully or if I don't. But you know what? It's America, and that's supposed to be part of what's great. But then it's also half cathartic therapy. It's getting it off your chest, and if you can't let a little bit of passion loose, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, as I often say, uh, my friend, uh, you do you. If you want to be a little more reserved, that is fine, sir. But uh, we don't fear passion here. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, obviously, lots of stuff going on uh, just all over the place. So many different things that we could talk about. 
Uh, uh, there's a couple of stories I definitely want to get to. If we can sneak in more, uh, we'll try. But I've got a source that's telling me something really interesting, and I think I, I had to completely rearrange what I was going to discuss with you uh, when this came to mind. Uh, well, I actually came to my attention, and I, I wanted to go over it with you and get your thoughts about it because you being in Michigan at the moment and oh. such a fan – of one of the primary players in this uh, little bit of information that I've been uh, told, uh, I I just knew we had to talk about it, you and I. There is presently a gentleman by the name of David Axelrod who's living in a small Michigan town uh, of Sawyer. According to a source that I have in the area who – is literally four minutes away from David Axelrod's home. He has witnessed multiple visits, uh, four times in the last 30 days, of a certain Democratic player who probably has eyes on running for the White House. The current governor of Michigan, Miss. Gretchen Whitmer, or Witchmer, as you like to refer to her as. Um, we, we've been told all along, and I've, of course, been convinced that Joe Biden is going to be dumped at the convention, that, that he has served the purpose that they wanted. He's pushed a lot of stuff through, and he's going to be the guy who takes the hit, and they're going to hide behind this idea of how mentally deranged and how much dementia has played in. And, you know, you can't be too mad at him because, you know, he did the best he could, and that was kind of their plan from the beginning, and he was happy to go along just to get to be uh, the guy in the White House. He had always had eyes on it, but – they really didn't have the type of bench that would allow them to go in too many different directions. So I had kind of talked myself into buying into this Michelle Obama with maybe having Gavin Newsom as a VP because that's going to be his only shot to get there. But Michelle has never really wanted to do this. So that much has been pretty uh, clear. What other explanation could there be, Ron? for Gretchen Whitmer to be making multiple trips to Sawyer, Michigan, uh, if she wasn't trying to make a play to see if she couldn't steal that nomination at the Democratic convention? Well, um, before the the 20 election, or 1920 election, um, Governor Whitmer and Uncle Joe Biden were walking hand in hand at the North American at the, at what the time at the time was the North American International Auto Show. She was Uncle Joe Biden's original choice, but others convinced him to go with um, Birdbrain because the, he needed a black woman. They wanted to get a black woman in in, in the office. And But they didn't want a real black woman. They wanted one who everyone was stupid enough to believe was an actual black woman. Um, so they got uh, Kamala Harris, who must be the dumbest Indian ever born, because most Indians are very bright, very intelligent people, whether you like them or not. 
because they eat a lot of good food and turmeric and all of that. And so uh, their brains are highly developed. But she missed the boat in, in that area. And so that's why he ended up with uh, Miss Kamala instead of Gretchen Witchmer. Now, she's also been visiting. Uh, she was at the last um, WEF meetings, World Economic Forum meetings. And, of course, if you were to go to downtown Detroit now, it is transformed from a place that I would never want to go to a place that I actually enjoy going into now. Um, they're getting Gucci stores, all the, the Prada, all those very expensive stores are, are coming. And the reason why is not just because Dan Gilbert is doing fantastic work and transforming all those empty office buildings into apartments and beautiful um, hotels and all kinds of things are moving in. It's really, really nice looking. And lots of people walking around. And I said, man, they're all, they've almost caught up with Cleveland. And it's, it's really nice down there. Well, that's because they're moving the North American headquarters of WEF to, to Michigan. She convinced them to do that. And this, this is the place, yada, yada, yada. Well, at the same time, she has overseen over the loss of over about 500 farms to the Chinese. She's, she has, she's the perfect individual to help Uncle Joe and the rest of them finish putting the kibosh on American sovereignty while selling out our United States, our beautiful United States right out from under we the people. So she's in on the game. As they say, she's on the inside track. Um, it's heartbreaking because I know how wicked, how evil that woman is. You all, oh my God, I pray that she does not. She, she's more evil than, than Uncle Joe. I would put her um, as far as the level of wickedness on the level of Hillary Clinton, but more sophisticated, younger, a lot more energy. And you get a, a wicked woman like that in authority, you get what America will get what we have here in, in Michigan. And there was a there was a, a, a prophecy that went forth several years ago. You normally I don't listen to those things because because most of them are lies and they just like to jack people up and get them excited and they collect a lot of money, but this one guy said that um, as Michigan goes, so goes America. And I said, oh, boy, there goes the Michigan ego again, yada, yada, yada. Well, you better hope that what's going on stops because what has gone on in Michigan and Detroit, the decline and everything is now – America is now a giant version of Detroit, of what happened in Detroit. All of her cities, her major cities are being destroyed, and very few of them are, are, are surviving through this or being rebuilt in the middle of this. One of them is Detroit. The other one was Cleveland because for many years no one paid attention to Cleveland, so it escaped. And the same thing with Pittsburgh. It is, it, they both escaped a lot of the plundering that has happened to, to other cities, and so they're coming to fruition and, and things of that nature. But for the most part, what has happened to Michigan is now happening to America at large. And Tim, I'm going to tell you something. If America gets into the same condition that Detroit was, 
it, it's 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 over, and that is why they continue to winnow away any aspect of American great greatness. We were legendary for the production of food. We were legendary for the production of just about everything. Well, they've wiped all that out, and the Chinese are taking over. They got about five hundred thousand acres of farmlands out of Ohio. Four hundred thousand in Wisconsin. About a half million acres in Texas. It just shows you just those numbers alone shows you how much food production we have lost. And they're not turning those things to food production even for their own people. For the most part, they're not. And unless we do a a, a real quick turnaround. Everyone's going to be needing generators. I mean, we had a blackout uh, earlier this week. No storm. It was sunny out. Temperatures, a a warm 40-something degrees, because that's very warm for us this time of the year. And just sitting, you know, I was here working and doing what I had to do, and all of a sudden, blink. And it didn't stay out long, thank God. It only stayed out about an hour. Maybe it was actually less than an hour. But we have been we have been warned, Tim, that these things were coming. Blackouts because they're trying to overload the system with all these EV charging stations. Then you add in the windmills. And through Bass Ackward's technology, like the windmills and the you know, these EV stations, because it's really Bass Ackward's technology, it's it's no good. That's how you drain our system legally without doing it or without criminals doing it uh, overtly like terrorist acts or anything like that. So that doesn't get people jacked up and then force the government to fortify our, 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 our systems. And so um, you have this continued winnowing away, wearing down, tearing down of our our, our, our important aspects of our society, just as what happened in Detroit. Everything was torn down in Detroit. It was just a total hot mess. When I first saw Detroit, I thought, oh, my God, I would never see anything at that level in a major city in the United States. Now it's all over the place because America did not turn her moral house in around. And I'll never forget when that guy said, well, as America goes, so I'm sorry, as Detroit goes, so goes the nation. America didn't um, avoid that situation. We are in the midst of becoming what Detroit was. And the only reason Detroit has turned around is the globalists have come in and taken over. And um, the Chinese put a lot of money into uh, Detroit also. I was introduced by a liberal minister several years ago, along with my wife, to a a Chinese guy who had offered me all kinds of money in in a studio and I could do whatever. I have a block and told my wife, well, what kind of house would you want and where? If I had said, yes, I'll go along. They wanted me to be a spokesman and uh, be part of making China look good. And I told CL, that was his name, Pastor, we called him CL, and I got very angry. And I told him, I said, you know what, 
you you're playing on dangerous ground here if you know the word of god you've been a preacher for longer than i've been alive this is wrong and this is despicable and i said you're not going to have a good ending and well you know what in less than a year he drowned in five feet of water under a boat his own boat in the detroit river Mm. so all i'm saying man is that and and people don't realize or they don't want to realize how what how close we are to total disaster i mean disasters that we like we used to read about oh look at them over in africa they're always blacking out and you know water come they might have water uh, for 4 hours or lights for 4 hours a day and things like that this is what they want joe biden and the rest of them want to do to us because they hate us that's why they want to take Trump out. And they're, they're, you think they've gone after Trump now. Wait, just wait. He just had the nerve to say he pledges to defend Christianity against the left. Are you kidding me? And he's more sincere about doing that than almost any preacher you could indiscriminately point at. You don't even have to know him. Bam, I point out to any preacher and say, you know what? Those sucker, that sucker wouldn't even defend Christianity and the right of, 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 of uh, the freedom of religion on the level of a Donald Trump, Trump. And you wonder why this country is so immoral now and so just. It gives me a stomach ache. Um, I'm sorry, I just kept going on and on, but man, this is... Well, I mean, you know, it's, I've seen her up uh, close and, and, and it burns me up. I'm sorry. It just she is really the wicked witch. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you hit on a lot of different topics there, including, you know, the fact that uh, Witchmer is uh, looking to try to impress the global overlords that they've all. Uh, she's already done it. No, yeah. she's already done that. Right. Oh, no, that 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 cake is baked. They love her. Remember, they said, uh, was it this year or, or late last? They 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 nominated her and said she's the best uh, governor in, in 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 the United States. Yeah. Oh no, she she charmed the heck out of them when when she went over there. Well, you know, she kissed the ring. Yeah, she proved she's one of them. She's on board, and uh, the the point being is that these people look at folks like you and me and. Any and everybody that's listening to the show uh, as if uh, we're in their world and we're just using their resources. That's <laughs> part of why they want us to start eating bugs and uh, why we need to uh, settle for less. It's not a case of them even seeing us as being human. We're less than, and they are not fans of the masses they they like to have enough of us just dumb enough to do the things they need us to do for them and it by finding a new home here in north america here in the united states that's them setting down roots they're planting the flag uh the type of uh just the whole collectivist ideology that these elitists have that has run and ruined Western Europe has gotten such a hold here, but by planting that flag here, that in their mind is the same thing as the Venezuelans you were talking about in one of your notebooks about a 
two weeks ago planting a flag, basically claiming this territory is being theirs now, not ours. It, it is an absurd idea, but I could definitely see this as being part of a play just as well for her to try to move into the White House. I mean, whatever loyalty she had with uh, or to Joe Biden previously, uh, I'm sure none of these people are loyal. They, they're cutthroat. I'm sure that uh, as soon as Joe turned his back on her to, to move forward with uh, a Kamala, that that was a done deal. It was over as far as she's concerned. Um, what do you think the odds are? And we're quickly uh, about to hit the uh, need to take the mid-hour break. But what do you think the odds are of these visits with David Axelrod actually being a play to try to uh, to steal away the Democratic nomination for president at the Democratic convention upcoming? She might be the uh, slip-in surprise because they really, between you, me, and the fence post, they really don't want Michael. I mean, Michelle. They act like they do, and they act like they love her. And, and this, that, and the other. But those leftist white people don't want uh, Michael. They don't yeah. want him. I mean, her. They don't want that 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 <laughs> person. They, they 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 really don't want Bird Brain either. She she yeah. is just a um, a useful idiot in 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 the midst of the primary season to try to sift off support from uh, Donald Trump. But that has has backfired because she's not even a good campaigner. She's barely um, even a good speaker. I, I mean, as mush-mouthed and difficult to understand as Joe Biden is, he still is, makes more sense <laughs> than Kamala does when she's oh, speaking man. clearly. <laughs> she's a comedian. She, when, when she and um, Uncle Joe speak now, and he really gets going beyond a minute, and uh, I – see, we used to joke around as teenagers and make fun of – people and stuff like that joe talks like how we used to make fun of people yeah. <laughs> imitating <laughs> old people that had lost their minds or something like that he sounds like a comedian i swear every time i see uncle joe and how he sounds and in the way he talks it, I, I swear this could be a perfect saturday night live uh, sh skip i mean it's just perfect and then you throw in kamala and there's this I, I I don't know her name, but there's this lady that I've seen on Instagram a lot, it's white gal, blonde, and she she has uh, Kamala down to the T, uh -huh. down to the head nodding after the after a statement. I mean the whole all the mannerisms. Um, I I that that's the one thing that Uncle Joe and Kamala are good for. They keep us laughing just enough so that we don't go crazy. Uh -huh. Well, I don't know. It's driving me crazy anyway, Ron. <laughs> uh, we need to go ahead and take the mid-hour break, so uh, we'll we'll change up topics. i got another good one I think you'll have a lot to say about. Uh, before we do that, though, I do need to ask all you fine listeners out there, 
have you thought about using gold or silver as a hedge against inflation, a way to help protect your retirement? If you have been thinking about it but you're not real sure where to start, I highly recommend you give the premier conservative gold company a call. I'm talking about Harvard Gold Group. They're the folks that I use. Uh, I love these guys. Uh, they're a Christian uh, organization. They're run. They want to be there to help you. If you're not ready to invest in gold and physical gold, They'll tell you that, and they'll point you in the right direction. Uh, there's not too many folks out there doing that, guys. So here's the thing. They're Better Business Bureau approved. They've got five-star ratings across the board. They make it easy to buy, easy to sell. They've got low-price guarantees. They have free promotional gold and silver available with qualifying purchases, and all that is making it more than worthwhile to give a call <clears throat> to Harvard Gold Group for their free investor's guide. Whether you want to protect your retirement or just have gold in hand, which is a pretty cool feeling, by the way, give Harvard Gold Group a call. That number is 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. Or you can visit them online at harvardgoldgroup.com. If you do that, be sure to use promo code TAPP. That's T-A-P-P. -P. That will uh, entitle you to some additional promotional freebies take full advantage still requires a uh, qualifying purchase of course but uh, if you're going to invest anyway take full advantage right so uh, again one more time that number is 844-977-GOLD uh, 844-977-4653 they should ask you how you heard about them be sure to mention tap into the truth or you can tell them tim tap sent you either one will work for you that'll get you that uh, additional promotional uh uh, step as well so take advantage give them a call uh, you don't have to do it right now but i wouldn't put it off much longer because when interest rates start getting funky again here soon uh gold's value is going to start shooting up again it'll cost you more to invest take advantage of the current slightly lower price all right uh, guys don't go anywhere we will be right back <laughs> I'm Ron Edwards, host of the Edwards Notebook, and you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap into the Truth. One has to wonder if certain Democrats believe that black Americans only eat fried chicken. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's Space from the Edwards Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. In an effort to prove he can hold a conversation and eat at the same time, Uncle Joe Biden filmed a campaign stint in which he staged a dinner with a black dad and his sons. And what do you know? Old Uncle Joe shows up with fried chicken and french fries to boot. To me... It seems like the scripted fried chicken dinner campaign ad 
is more like a black family being held hostage by a president losing support from the black community and is hoping his fried chicken approach might work as well as the time Mrs. Clinton joined a group of Stephen Fetches and whipped out a bottle of hot sauce from her purse, which delighted the giddy Charlemagne the God talk show host and his fellow slappies. In 1974, Joe Biden said that any blacks who voted Republican, he would put them back in chains. Today, I guess all he figured out is that chicken will do the trick. Mm, we'll get you all the fried chicken and the watermelon in the world. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern. To find out where, simply go to theronedwards.com. Second Skull is a protective headgear company with a patented line of impact-reducing products. At Second Skull, we focus on head protection as our only priority so that we can be the absolute best at it. With an estimated 2.8 million Americans sustaining a traumatic brain injury each year, there have been recent declines in athletic participation levels. We believe that concerns and fears of head injuries are factors contributing to these declines in activity levels. Second Skull has protection for every sport and for every athlete. Our product line of thin, lightweight, breathable, and practical solutions are each tested at independent and accredited laboratories. These products are patented and proven. Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to theronedwards.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE10 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember, Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Hello, my name is Tyler Boone, singer-songwriter and founder of the award-winning Homegrown Boone's Bourbon label out of Charleston, South Carolina. Under just four years, Boone's Bourbon has been awarded some incredible awards, such as the Platinum Los Angeles, Double Gold New York, Gold Las Vegas, Silver Denver, and also named Top Six in the World in Forbes. We're also being featured in Rolling Stone magazine, Billboard magazine, American Songwriter, and we're also now available in 24 states all across the country. So Boone's Bourbon is a high-proof, cash-strength bourbon at 117 proof. We are 75 corn, 21 rye, 4 barley, and at our price point, we're beating the competition at $40 in the retail stores. Boone's Bourbon is a family-owned business out of Charleston, South Carolina with my father, Mick Boone. Cheers, and we hope to see you soon. Hey, Jared, what's up? Well, my company gave me this Pride T-shirt. They say i got to wear it to celebrate the LGBTQ. That's not really my thing, and, well, I sure as hell don't want to promote it. Yeah, I can understand that. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm just tired of all this woke bullshit. I mean, I've worked 20 years for this company. Well, they've been great until they started all this crap. I just want a job where I'm not forced to support all this nonsense. Yeah, I hear you. I'm Andrew Krabschett, CEO of RedBalloon.Work, America's woke-free job board. We connect good employees with great companies without all that woke bullshit. So if you're an employee who's tired of all the nonsense, then put your resume on Red Balloon. And if you're an employer looking for hardworking, reliable job seekers, then post your open jobs at redballoon.work. I'm Andrew Krabschett. Wait, no, it's okay, guys. That's just my last name. I'm Andrew Krabschett from redballoon.work. Check us out today. 
Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn U.N. You're listening to Tap Into The Truth. This is Matt Fitzgibbons. This is Amy Hallam. This is AZ. Sharing the night together. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are indeed sharing Friday night together. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you taking the ride along with us. I've got Ron Edwards with me here uh, tonight. So as well to be expected, we've had a a fun conversation at this point, expressing some serious uh, concepts. Got a couple of things I want to do before we get back into the action. Number one, I want to remind you that if you haven't taken advantage of of my pillow sales that are currently ongoing uh you're missing out uh, first and foremost uh when we talk about mike all right he's running that company he's built it up he's managed to keep my pillow in business for over 20 years but he made the horrible terrible very no good mistake of standing up for and with donald trump and for that The political left have been attacking him, trying to destroy him, trying to destroy the company, trying to end an American company that provides hundreds of American jobs. Now, I for one, I don't care how you feel about Donald Trump. If you listen to this show, I at least hope you agree with me in so much as that is not a good reason to try to destroy a man and his legacy. But in particular, the people that are relying on my pillow for their livelihood you've got to support this company stand with mike stand with his employees stand with an american company bringing you an american product and just in case you're not aware they're more than just great pillows uh slippers bathrobes uh, <laughs> sheets uh moccasins uh, all kinds of crazy and there's only one way to go see everything and that is to go visit so if you missed the uh, ad in the first half of the show then i would highly recommend you just go to www.mypillow.com backslash t-a-p-p you do that it'll automatically put in the promo code that'll help get you the sales prices check out all the cool stuff they've got there support an american company and get some great products while you're at it all right with that being said I have a strange craving for fried chicken and watermelon now. I, I can't understand. Where, where, where is this craving coming from? Uh, but, uh, <laughs> gee, I love that bit, uh, uh, Ron. I, you called it out, and it's fantastic to show uh, that the left that claims to be defending uh, the minorities are actually the racist, and, and they put everybody in these boxes and uh, – and such a good job of pointing it out. Before we uh, get to the next topic, Ron, please let everybody know where they can find your work. Simply go to theronedwards.com 
And uh, you can uh, click on the Listen Live button and uh, check me out 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, 12 Pacific. Uh, and, uh, you know, just simply go there. And it's the Ron Edwards American Experience Talk Show, of course. And uh, we are, of course, on K-Star Talk Radio, the same network as a Tim. But simply go to theronedwards.com and uh, please tune in. I think you'll enjoy it. I think you will. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you will, guys. Uh, if you trust me enough to keep showing up for my show, trust me when I tell you uh, it, it is the fastest hour in media. And uh, it, it is uh, just it, – it's a great show. It's entertaining. Always got great guests. And there are so many times where I'm sitting here thinking to myself, damn, I wish I could do as well as Ron just did. It, it's a good time <laughs> most of the time, and it's always informative. All right, let, let's Thank get you. back into this next topic. We probably won't have time to get to anything else, so uh, we'll go with probably the most important of the stories I still wanted to talk to you about today. Uh, we got a Friday news dump here because they're hoping by Monday it'll be old news and nobody will be talking about it again. But it certainly would appear that Miss uh, Miss uh, Fawny Willis mm. of uh, – District Attorney Fulton County fame uh, has now officially been proven to have perjured herself in her testimony as well as her former hot lover, (laughs) the uh, special prosecutor Nathan Wade, uh, in their attempts to go after former president one uh, Donald John Trump. The, The the orange man who's bad, the kicker of puppies, the eater of babies, the climate arsonist, that guy, <laughs> if you're on the left. Uh, we, we've got this information, some uh, cell phone data for uh, Wade's phone has been released. Uh, it's pretty clear that there's at least 35 trips to Willis's neighborhood uh, in Harperville, Georgia, well before he was hired. Which, of course, contradicts his testimony and hers. What is your first impression of that, and where should we go with this? Well, I think any of us who knew that, um, who had been following this story, um, this rabbit hole story from the beginning, knew that they were full of bull capital S with a head, or as you say, bovine excrement. Uh, <laughs> we knew this. So uh, this is not a surprise. It's kind of funny. It's it's humorous in a sense, but what's really damning, you know, they're two scandalous individuals who should be, <clears throat> you know, chased out with pitchforks out into a field somewhere. Um, but you know who should really be in big heap of trouble if we had a more sane world and morality was a bigger factor. Uh, Governor Kemp of Georgia. We could have put the kibosh on this stuff a long time ago. He has the authority, but he said, no, mm-mm. he hates Trump so much that even as a so-called conservative Republican, which he's not, economically, yes, he is. But just like Joe Biden, he's a Chinese uh, butt kisser. But he hates Trump so much that he, 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 he was in support of these scandalous individuals or that scandalous woman beast going after Trump. He's willing. He's willing as a Republican to to throw the whole country over the cliff of history with the, with the help of this um, 
oh man, this woman, he, he'd rather see that happen and all the destruction that it could cause than to do the right thing. And he, he, I have less respect for, for Governor Kemp than I do of uh, Ms. Fani because she has the guts to go after what she wanted to go after, as evil and as wicked, as satanic as she is, and her, and her paramour. Um, I, 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 it's, it's um, such a bastardous, bastardized situation when it comes to uh, the judiciary and, and, and the government. It just shows you how deep the corruption is and how wicked so many people are. Even in the party of Lincoln that is supposed to be uh, um, more decent than the other guys. And um, if this is what we're choosing between, who will help Trump when he gets back in office? Uh, This is, this is, yeah, he'll be smarter in who he picks. He's going to be using, utilizing less advice. Than he did before. He won't be trusting as many people. Hey, you need to take that guy, that gal, whatever. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> this is. I guess I see the bigger picture when I look at this. Because yeah, we, you and I, can have some chuckles over this. They, they've embarrassed themselves, and yet the judge, who most people don't know, is friendly with with Fani. He contributed one hundred and fifty dollars to her campaign some time back. So he's some, he is some, he, he is in support of her way of doing things, this judge. So I hope that answers your question. I, I, it, it just, well, uh, it, it, it's very frustrating. You know, you yeah. mentioned that we can have a, a couple of uh, chuckles at, at their expense. And, you know, if you saw her testimony when she decided yeah. to take the stand, it's hard not to laugh. Uh, I had on uh, last Friday uh, Daniel uh, Street, who's a uh, an attorney. He's been part of the Trump defensive team uh, for a while. He's currently uh, running to be a state uh, DA now, and uh, he's right now looks like the favorite, but. Uh, uh, we were talking about several of these lawfare cases that are being used against Trump, and this one is one of the more ridiculous ones in my mind because you can't prove RICO. You don't have RICO uh, when you're accusing an attorney for actually defending their client or trying to help their client in a legal case as actually being involved in a conspiracy. Uh, the fact that this has been allowed to go to this point, uh, it's – only slightly less ridiculous than the uh, the civil suit that uh, he just lost in New York, which, of course, on appeal, eventually he's going to win because it's so utterly ridiculous. But the thing here is Fonnie Willis literally campaigned saying that the people of Fulton County deserve somebody in that position that would literally not do all of the things that apparently she has done. Yep, and I remember. Yeah. She has not only uh, violated the public trust at this point, but she's also violated the law. And 
clearly she's now perjured herself, which is also a violation of the law, as she admitted to campaign finance fraud uh, when she testified. This woman said in a statement when she was first accused of the affair that she doesn't need somebody coming in and telling her how to do her job. Clearly she does, or she just knows that her actual job is to try to con and rip off the uh, people of Georgia. Uh, it's so frustrating, though, because my question point blank to, to Daniel Street was, is there a real possibility of being disbarred and maybe even serving jail time? Because the law in Georgia calls for both of that. Will it actually happen? He didn't seem to think it was very likely. I don't think it's very likely. But again, it's because of how cynical I become with the judicial system actually working like it's supposed to. Uh, for everyone, we've got a two-tier system. Uh, is there any chance of this situation being rectified in a fashion that allows justice to be served? Or or do you look at this pretty much the same way I do, that uh, since the judge is friendly and probably the next level up and the governor doesn't seem to be in a hurry to make any changes, that maybe uh, that this just gets floated around until uh, the uh, – Time runs out to follow up charges, and she still makes herself look like a hero to the very blue Fulton County District and manages to even get reelected as a district attorney for the region just because, you know, she kept her promises. And, you know, she she may be a criminal, but uh, she's keeping it real. You know, <laughs> there you go. You got it right there. That last thing you said, she's keeping it real, man. <laughs> those are the and those are the people who will vote her back in. They would vote her back in ten times. Fulton County is still a very beautiful place, but my God, the corruption there is almost as bad as Washington D.C. It is that bad, and I, I think she'll be allowed to continue to do her thing. It is that corrupt. Um, unless I don't know if if it's appealed all the way to the United States Supreme Court somehow, maybe. Maybe uh, something can happen, but I, I don't I, – I, if it doesn't make it to the Supreme Court, I don't think so. She's going to be allowed to do her thing, and uh, Trump will just have to uh, figure out a way to outwit those goons, those Georgia goons, and and come out on top in the battle. But no, the, the, the corruption is too thick. It's, it's, it's like Detroit all over the place. It's just that way now. Well, let, let me ask you this then. Is there any chance in your mind, do you see there's a real possibility that they'll at the very least make her step aside and put this into another DA's hands? Because no. that definitely no. – you don't think so no. at all? No, no. I, 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 they, 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 you know what? The, 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 see, the thing is if you noticed all over the country – even in Illinois, there's a, a black, black female mayor that has just gone to Nutsville. She put a, a business, shut up down a business because they didn't re-up with another payment of $3,500 to her, to her new campaign for her re-election. This corruption, these black females all over the country doing the bidding of the leftist white man while they focus on bigger fish to fry right now in, in, in their effort to destroy the country. I don't. I don't see her being moved at all. I see Trump somehow miraculously overcoming her, 
And I think that's maybe the Lord is allowing that to happen that way because Trump seems to be supernaturally kept together. Um, and um, just like the witch in um, New York, same thing. She ran on the campaign. I'm going to get Trump. I'm going to get Trump. So those people voted her in on that issue. That's why they, they're ready to take away his businesses. All over the Upper West Side. See, I used to live there. I used to see Trump, the Trump name. He helped remake the, the, the New York skyline. And this is what they're doing. The man did wonderful things in that in that town. Um, the first uh, major revitalization of um, Times Square happened because Donald Trump kicked it off. In the, I think it was the Roosevelt Hotel. And they did that. That's where they did that. It was a famous commercial. And they used the old Broadway show, The Lullabies of Broadway, where the girl's pulling back the uh, the sheets on, on, on the bed and they're singing, Come to New York and, and all that. Trump started all that. And he we rebuilt the, be- the beautiful Palace Hotel and just all, all over the place. And now they want to destroy the man. Yeah. And they're being allowed. They're being allowed to do it. I don't know what, you know. I, I, I just get so angry. I, I really do. It just. I, yeah. I, I don't mean to be emotional here on your talk show, but this, this what I'm seeing, what, what's, what we're facing, is the literal breakdown, the cracking up of our society. Yeah. They're running. They're running around talking about how racist America is. I'm looking at the stories as the story as we talk about white privilege, while black people are being allowed to destroy this country, or great people in this country, in this so-called racist country. If this country were truly either racist or had its head screwed on right. These people, no matter what color they are, would not be allowed to continue to get away with these unconstitutional, immoral actions using the judiciary, the, the judicial court system, to destroy not only Donald Trump, but the J6ers and many other people who happen to like this country. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. Uh, I mean, whether you're talking about people that were singing hymns in front of an abortion clinic or you're talking about somebody who just happened to be on the Capitol grounds on January 6th. Uh, If you are an enemy of the current regime, uh, you are treated to the full extent of the law and then some. Of course, if you're one of their friends, uh, well, then, you know, what's the old saying, Ron? Uh, for my friends, everything, uh, for my enemies, the <laughs> law. Uh, I mean, that that's basically how this is being done, only they've gone ab- above and beyond for Donald Trump. I mean, again, the quick remedy, if this, if this case was to work the way it was supposed to in Georgia, they would have to recuse Miss Fani, and he would end up in a different uh, court system. Uh, and outside of Fulton County, it gets a lot redder really quick. He'd get a much friendlier jury pool. He'd get a much friendlier uh, thing, and he probably easily comes out with a win. It's not uh, even a question. 
But what they're doing in New York is so much more insidious because I don't know if you heard, but the the judge rendered his ruling when they had asked for a stay on uh, the fine situation. Yes, uh, of course. And of course, the judge now has turned him down. So uh, every day that goes by that he doesn't pay the full amount, they're getting fined that much more. And eighty-five thousand dollars interest a day. And he's not even allowed to file the suit for the uh, appeal until it's paid. So he's struggling now. I mean, they this could legitimately be the end. And, of course, uh, the uh, attorney there was literally bragging like you already pointed out. It's like, well, if he can't pay for it, uh, we'll ask the judge to take the buildings. And all this over a crime that's only a crime – technically and doesn't actually meet the status the first status of fraud and that is there has to be an injured party there just isn't one i i would love to keep going because obviously there's a lot to talk about here ron but uh, if you'll take a look at the clock sir we have run out of time so one more time before you say goodbye i want you to remind everybody again where they can find your work well, simply tune in, simply go to theronedwards.com, my website, and you will see right there a uh, Listen Live button. You can click onto that, and of course, be on time, because it's at 3 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, and uh, we always try to have a good time while informing uh, Americans and folks around the world. Absolutely. All right, and it is a great time, I can tell you that much, uh, uh, Ron, again, thank you so much for uh, coming on. Uh, I certainly look forward to us getting together again soon. Something tells me we're just going to have that much more to talk about by the time we do get back together. Godspeed to you, sir, and keep up your great work. You as well. Godspeed to you and your audience, and uh, thanks again. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that, of course, was Mr. Ron Edwards. Uh, do check out the website. Check out his show. It is phenomenal. Uh, And I don't say that just because he's still listening. I say it because it's true. That's kind of the the motif here at Tap Into the Truth. Uh, That's going to have to be it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Again, I want to thank each and every one of you for being here. Please make sure that you spend a little time and uh, visit uh, the show's sponsors. Uh, You'll find a lot of great stuff that uh, will come in handy for you. And uh, with the current situation... Uh, You probably could use some preparedness items and some uh, gold in hand, and it might help you sleep if you got a a brand new MyPillow. So uh, lots of things that you can find pretty handy right about now. In the meanwhile, as is always the case, don't take my word for it. Definitely, definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort, and most importantly, use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth that's it for me for now ladies and gentlemen be sure to tune back in next week we will come back at you then have a great weekend Just a little squirrel
in both using both hands. 